The Blockchain Tribe is a conversation-style podcast between a blockchain newbie and an expert on their journey to educate the world about this innovative technology called blockchain. Each episode is themed with guests where they talk about anything and everything blockchain, right from the elections to the music industry. Join them every week as they dive deeper into their quest and learn along with them. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Choose your greeting for any time and anywhere you might be listening to us. We welcome you to our community at The Blockchain Tribe, brought to you by The Blockchain School. I am Anisha Kaur, that's Kaur with an L. And I'm Saurabh Sharma, the most generic name you might have heard. And we are here trying to make blockchain just a tad bit easier for anyone who might want to learn. Vaise, Saurabh, you are the quintessential Sharma ji ka beta, aren't you? A fancy degree, your own startup, the blockchain school. You even had a stint as a tech blogger with Techie Scoops. I mean, if I imagine the Sharmas as a tribe, you'd fit right in, wouldn't you? That's why I knew you were the person to make this podcast with. You know your shit, man. Well, then let's begin. What is blockchain? You go onto the internet, type the damn word and you get bombarded with all these other words. These heavy, heavy words. Let me read this one definition out to you. I'll pull it up right on my screen. Uh, yeah, oh, listen to this. A blockchain is a distributed, immutable, public, electronic ledger consisting of blocks that are linked cryptographically using the hash values. You can't read that out in one go, can you? That's a struggle. Something you can do with this? Well, let's just calm down, okay? Uh, take a step back and look at all of these words individually. So distributed ledger. A simple ledger is a written or computerized records of all the transactions of the business. So that long notebook which you see in every society when you enter your name, when you visit, would also be a ledger, right? Yes. A decentralized ledger are independent computers or nodes as they are technically called who are responsible for maintaining this ledger. If the task is distributed to everyone in the network, it is called a distributed ledger. And if it is distributed to only some in the network, it is called decentralized ledger. Okay, okay, that's making a lot of sense. Easier than it sounded. What about this one, immutable? So immutable is something that cannot be changed. Unlike spreadsheets and databases, blockchains are immutable. Once a block of data is added to an already existing blockchain, chances are that the data might never be changed. Well, let's put a pin on this. We will talk about this later. There are exceptions always. Just that the complexities is in rewriting the data are enormous. So once the data is already added to the chain, you cannot change that existing data. Almost like it doesn't give you the option of doing anything else other than adding data. Yes, exactly. Anyone can maliciously try to change the data in a block, right? So any data that needs to be added on the chain must be approved by a majority of the participants. Uh, those, those nodes you were talking about. Yeah, and they confirm the authenticity of the data. This process is called mining. So even if someone tries to tamper with the data and validate the chain in one of the nodes, the remaining nodes of participants will replace the chain with the original one. Hence, the chain remains immutable. Mm -hmm. Next, 
on your definition came the word public and i think that's the heart and soul of blockchain which makes it such an area of interest for so many people yeah yeah i recently heard that unilever is spending a billion dollars to move over their entire supply chain management to a digitized medium and are investing in blockchain technology to fortify all their data not to mention it's environmentally more conscious and they mentioned that as one of their driving reasons to do so which i personally think is great too i strongly believe in technology that can help us go greener what with so many climate change induced calamities occurring we are not sponsored by unilever i'd like to reiterate that we are not there yet that's why so many industries are starting to pick this technology up this technology has a great potential in the business world with its being public as blockchain is a distributed ledger it is owned by no one all the participant nodes in the blockchain are responsible to keep the tracks of a record that are added the control lies with no central authority no single person can make changes we have heard of so many cases of frauds and with financial transactions in the bank one rotten apple spoils the whole barrel but with this there is a system of checks and balances anyone can be part of the blockchain there are a few requirements to be part of network like a computer with at least 2 gb of ram and around 50 gb of space for a copy of blockchain and a broadband internet connection etc etc and that's it what really so even i can join any blockchain sitting at home no legality is necessary well somewhat like that it's different for different networks in a network like bitcoin anyone can be miner either by buying the expensive hardware required or by joining a mining rig in some other networks like tezos or ethereum you will have to stake some amount to be a miner wow that's mind boggling all ledgers for say all bank transactions out in the open that could be a game changer we'd be able to keep in check backdoor transactions and save the country from the vijay malyas and nirav modis yeah exactly uh, finally coming to the blocks that are cryptographically linked through hash values ah, i i think i know this i know the cryptography bit so cryptography is a method of trying to secure your information from reaching the wrong hands i believe it started way back with the egyptians trying to shroud their messages in hieroglyphics and then in ancient mesopotamia to send messages of military importance across long distances often these were apprehended by the enemy soldiers and hence it was important to keep this information secret so that even if they were found by them they wouldn't understand it and would just discard it all of these were called encryption algorithms the history and development of these is so interesting a really simple start would be the caesar cipher which was used by roman king julius caesar to communicate with his generals it was really simple a key was predecided say a shift of 2 and so every letter was shifted by two places so a would be replaced by c n by p and so on with that example you just encrypted data it's that simple it is but of course since then more and more people are invested in trying to break this algorithms to find the hidden information and so it has become more and more important to come up with some sophisticated algorithms which cannot be decrypted by unlawful hackers this encryption is used to maintain confidentiality in a transaction another type of security fail safe used in blockchain is by the use of hashing algorithms which are nothing but a mathematical function used to map data of random size of data of a fixed size a few commonly used algorithms are md5 sha256 in fact sha256 is used in ethereum and bitcoin the two most commonly used blockchain platforms a cryptographic hash is produced depending upon the data inside the block 
A hash can be considered as a digital fingerprint of the block. The hash of a block is found by running an algorithm. SHA-256 is the case to the block's data. The resultant hash is a 64 character long hexadecimal, 0 to 9 and A to F value, which is almost invisible to invert to get the original data. Almost every block has a unique hash and they are important to link blocks cryptographically. The hash is stored in the previous hash filled of the next block and hence a link between the two is formed, thus eventually forming a chain. Saurabh, I don't think we talked about blocks at any point. So blocks are the basic components that form a blockchain. A block contains various fields, some of which are previous hash, data, hash. So the previous hash field, like we discussed, contains the hash of a previous block, which is how we link two blocks, the current and the previous. The data field contains the actual data, the transaction, and the hash field contains the hash of a current block. That is the resultant of applying a hash algorithm on all these fields. Okay, okay. That huge definition makes so much more sense now. That jargon made it sound unnecessarily complicated. This is actually really interesting. You know, what really got me intrigued was the various places you could use it. I mean, I have heard the Bitcoin cryptocurrency example, but this the one that really surprised me was its use in the music industry. Music, right? How even? This one is actually pretty neat and music is one of my personal interests as well. A blockchain-empowered rights and payments layer could provide easy ways to people from all over the world to license, buy, stream, collaborate and literally invest in music projects. That too with full transparency using blockchain. To be honest, uh, the technologies like to transform the music industry using blockchain is not fully mature yet. But we are close as some of the record labels and artists are already building platforms to do this. And also many developers work around the clock to refine details and to code infrastructure improvements on the various blockchain projects. That will bring them to reality in the next few years. Blockchain has the potential to disrupt the music industry and promises to give artists more control over sales and distribution for their music. And that's what the need of an artist is, isn't it? Traditional industry record labels will have to adjust accordingly or get left in the dust, just like Kodak. With its slow adoption of the age of digital photography or film-based photography, and even the blockbuster, the DVD rental chain, not being able to keep up with Netflix, which entirely brought movie experience online. Oh wow! Netflix really did change the game for us. Maybe that'll—that's what blockchain is going to do for us. Well. Now, armed with this basic knowledge of the power and potential of blockchain, we have come to an end of our shots. We would love to hear from you. What you loved, what you didn't love as much. Be a little kind to us, we just started. <laughs> and more importantly, any questions you may have about blockchain which you may want answered. I know Google can be quite a challenge sometimes. Please write them to us at knock at theblockchainschool.io. I'll repeat, knock at the rate theblockchainschool.io or direct message us on our Instagram handle. Do follow us on our Insta page. We keep uploading content tidbits and announce the arrival of a guest. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And we are gen- just generally fun. You can also listen to us at any platform, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast or Spotify. Give us a follow on Spotify and leave a rating on Apple Podcast. To deep dive into the world of blockchain, you can also visit our website that is theblockchainschool.io. We shall now take your leave. Have a good day and don't forget to tune in again on every Saturday to learn something more with your own blockchain drive.